The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Beyond. 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 What's up, everyone? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 187. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. Uh, the ape grape, Anthony Gaius. Where does that come from? I don't know. I just, I needed something for you. I don't have a good one for you yet, so we need to, I don't, I don't want to have a rotating one like I do for Clements. By the way, if Clements was here today, he'd be the really contagious Ryan Clements. Oh, yeah. he's sick as a dog downstairs. He needs to be out. Yeah. So I don't want him, I don't want to be in an enclosed space with him. Right. Anthony, what would you like your intro to be? What, what, what do you got? I don't even know. What do, what do people introduce you as on the GameSpider briefings and or the Rebel FMs? I introduce myself on those as nothing other than say? my name, Anthony Gaius. You say it like that too, all like defeated and wimpy? Anthony Gaius, <laughs> bitch. There you yeah. go. That'll be your new one from now on, Anthony Gaius, bitch. Uh, everyone's cranky, it's late in the day, nothing's gone right. Uh, <laughs> but we're here to give you the beyonds like we always do. So let's start it with what is and forever will be the Rope Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Good job. You got, you got there in the end, Anthony, that we needed your help. <laughs> so, it's a three-man job, the Rover Report yeah. intro. Try to do without him. Nothing goes well. Remember, right. this was written by He Only Does Everything, Colin Moriarty. The opinions expressed here are not those of Podcast Beyond. Number one. Oh, I, wait. Anthony's here. I like when Anthony reads them. Anthony, go ahead. Lay, that, lay me some tracks here. The most recent news from Sony about the PlayStation Network outage is more of the same. The network isn't back up and won't be as of May 10th for at least a few days. In Sony time, that likely means PSN won't be back until September. <laughs> uh, it's like late night comedians here. I've, been, well, I've just been thinking like so, that fake PSN Twitter, which is, by oh, the way, the, so funny, the funniest Twitter I've it's, seen. It, in all it, that's what it is, right? Fake PSN? Fake, fake underscore PSN. I okay. And what, I like the fake Casarama. Yeah, that's, that's that was awesome. And uh, yeah, they just make fun of it and they talk about Sony time. And yeah. stuff like that, and like how it's different than regular time. So yeah, it's it definitely follow that. Go that to IGN.com today and see the new uh, PSN Mad I mean, Libs too. Weren't we promised like a week ago certain features would already be back? Yeah. yeah, but then they were they went back on that a bit and said that wasn't the case. Then they said May 31st would be the deadline for everything. And then they went back on that and said no, that's not that's not going to happen. At some point, we're just going to see someone come on the stage at the Sony press conference at D3 and just stab himself in the gut with a sword and spill yeah. his blood in front of all of us. <laughs> it's it's. It's so depressing that it's still happening. And the worst that we have no idea. I guarantee next week when I'm out of the office and Colin's out of the office, that's when it's going to go live. Yeah. And no one here will know. I'll be, I'll be, at, I'll be down at pre-E3 Judges Week calling Anthony, screaming that something's happening. He's got to do something. Uh, GameStop is currently offering $100 off PlayStation 3s to a number of their Power Up Rewards members. If you're amongst the chosen, you should have already received an email letting you know that you can claim your coupon on GameStop's website and get $100 off your PS3 between now and May 29th. That's so maybe May 29th is when the PSN yeah. is going to come back up. They know that's the date. That's the date. Yeah, it's that's a great that's a great deal for people. Yeah, two hundred dollar PlayStation Three is awesome. It sucks that it's not for everyone, man. They they push some. They're going to eat it anyway, like with this, obviously. But yeah. man, they would push a lot of PlayStations. They were just like, yeah, PS Threes are two hundred dollars or a hundred dollars off until uh until we get the network back up. Yeah, it some was, kid wrote in that he did this, and that's why he likes the outage. He he attributed this to the outage or something. He again he wrote a, a book of of text. I didn't have time to. Read oh, okay. It well, it is it is pretty clever in a sense that they they did this because they seem to they seem to have the the goodwill of the, most of the fans still for whatever reason. But also they well, it's because they're already locked in. I already own a PS3. I want my trophies. I want oh, Sony to pull through. But that doesn't mean you have to have you have to be like like you know all honky dory about it. Yeah, which a lot of people are for whatever reason. But 
this like also gives the goodwill of people be like, oh, I'm a little skeptical about this with PlayStation Network, but now it's $100 off and I, I get in. So that gives them the goodwill when the PlayStation Network comes on. So it's actually the first clever thing Sony's done the entire time the PlayStation Network. If I was Microsoft man right now, I would be selling 360s. I would pay GameStop to do a promotion where they buy a 360, they get a year of Xbox Live for free. Just to say fuck Yeah, we were talking about this in the office. I was saying like Microsoft should do something where they're like trade in your PlayStation – and get you know X Y Z for for you know a new game and a controller or whatever whatever new hard drive or whatever. Yeah, my I was been very very quiet on the whole thing. Well, to be fair, I was talking about this with some people in the office too. That I think the reason Microsoft's being quiet is because they know this could easily happen to them. Exactly too. right. So they don't want to like bait anyone being like you know gloat, which I think is probably the wise decision because I don't know if I would have been that wise. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're doing your victory dance right as they uh, backdoor into the Xbox Live. Yeah. Apparently, a Modern Warfare Three announcement is unsurprisingly on the horizon. The, the UK, UK's official PlayStation magazine has a teaser in the current issue uh, for their next issue, which promises a reveal of the game. However, with the magazine coming out after E3, we may just hear the news of the games before then, which is entirely Pro- most likely, likely possible. Yeah. There's no way that that. I mean, Microsoft hasn't had a press conference go by for years now that hasn't had the new Call of Duty at it. So we'll see. Fine, have it your way. Burger King. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that's just been their thing every t- every year, uh-huh. right? Too bad we had the agent. Yeah, yeah. Remember that logo? High five. Colin. Yeah, remember Eleanor <laughs> when that was an exclusive? Yeah, um, I, I remember those. Dark days. Souls, the spiritual successor to Demon Souls, has a release window. Namco Bandai announced that they expect the game to come out this October. Colin, you just saw Dark Souls. I did. You like it? I do. Why? Because it's more of the same. Now, I'm not like a huge Demon Souls fan. I'm not Jim Riley by any stretch of the imagination, but I did enjoy what the game was trying to do. I think it was a little ridiculous at times, and I certainly didn't want to finish it. Yeah. But I know that, that you know the game sold 500,000 copies on the PlayStation 3 only in North America. And That's a lot of copies. It is. It, for a PS3 exclusive, when the game came out in 2009, too, the, the PS3 obviously wasn't nearly as popular. The juggernaut it is now. So there's something to be said about that. So this is basically more of the same, which I think is going to be great for fans of the game. Plus, it's going to be on Xbox 360, too, so they get to enjoy it and stuff. So I, I'm pretty excited about the game. And I actually brought Demon's Souls home yesterday because I'm like, maybe I want to... This is kind of... Maybe I didn't give this game a fair shake. Yeah. Why uh, is it being published by Namco now? I don't think... Instead uh, of... Uh, money, I guess. I, I, maybe Atlas didn't, wasn't able to get the... Secure the rights this time or whatever. Yeah. Because remember, Sony published Demon's Souls in Japan. Mm. I think Namco published it in Europe. Right, uh, I have first, no idea. And then Atlas published it here, and I think then I think that's how it went. And then so they just publish it everywhere now. I think. I see. Call it. Uh, yeah. You know, if you want to be part of the show, you write into Beyond at IGN.com. Mm-hmm. I go through your email. If it's not too long and boring, it gets on the show. Right. <laughs> uh, one of those emails came from Scott this week. Okay. Scott says, "Did the From Software guys mention if the world tendency would be in Dark Souls? It's the mechanic that make it, makes the world more challenging each time you die. And I wasn't a fan of it in Demon Souls. Uh, I can't talk about that stuff." Oh, <laughs> nifty. Yeah. He knows stuff, Anthony. I imagine that their whole goal is to do as big of a kick to the balls as they can. So yeah. I, well, I mean, been... that's, what kept, that's what made it famous, right? That's why Demon's Souls was so popular, or at least known about, right? Because it was so hard. From, yeah. has been on, on, From Software has been on the record saying that this game will be harder than Demon's Souls. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and from what I saw, because I wrote, I wrote about how sadistic the game is, you walk into Sen's Fortress, which is like this location, you're instantaneously shot by arrows coming in like three directions. You can't like avoid them. And then like enemies descend on you and there's like these blade pendulums swinging behind the enemies and you have to go over this corridor while the enemies are like coming at you from behind and forward and like and dodge the pendulums. And if you get knocked off the corridor then you fall into this like moat where there are even more difficult enemies. It's like it's like hilarious. It's so it's so funny. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection is coming to the PSN someday. Uh, the collection <laughs> will include arcade perfect ports of the first three MK games and arcade will perfect. come to PSN late this summer for $9.99. It is important that they said that those are the versions as opposed to the console ports that are then being ported. Do we know, is it $9.99 for all of them? Or it's all, it's the okay. collection, okay, so okay. it's all three games. 800 right. Microsoft points in case the PSN's not back. <laughs> Alright, here's a, here's a hot news tidbit. Does your soul still burn because Soul Calibur V has been announced? <laughs> Information on the game is scarce, though it's set to take place 17 years after the events of Soul Calibur 4, even though Colin says, I didn't know Soul Calibur had events. <laughs> Look for it sometime <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> I thought it was just a fun, I didn't know it had like a story. I don't remember there being any tangible Well, just like story. Tekken has a story, and they're making an animated movie out of it. Oh, great. Can't wait. Can't wait to see how that, that turns out. 
I want to know more about the guy with the silver hair that stands up tall. I want to know more about Bob. <laughs> I want to know more about the as the kangaroo. I don't know. Boxing I, just, gloves. I just like how there's characters in the name named like Bob and Fred or something like that. It's like oh, those, um, are great, those are great names. Capcom reported this week that the prolonged PSN outage just cost them a lot of money. Christian Svensson, the CEO, COO, and senior vice president, said that the PSN outage just cost Capcom quote hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in revenue that were planned within our budget. These are funds we rely to bring new games to market for our fans. You got anything to say? Yeah, I mean, whatever. That sucks. Yeah, every, yeah, That's it's, everyone's it's in the same boat. very, very bad right now, <laughs> PSN developers. Imagine uh, the small companies, not, not the Capcoms. Or imagine something even like Brink, right, which may not have reviewed all that great, but that's like an online game. Yeah, we, we can't even review it right now. And they push that game up a week, so imagine if PSN comes back this weekend, which they said it should, because they said on the 10th a few I don't believe days. That I, don't, I don't believe anything anymore. But uh, if they just let it go and bring came out on Tuesday, maybe it would have been good to go on PSN. I don't know. According to ex-Capcom developer Keiji Inafune, the father of Mega Man, Onimusha, and other hits, uh, he recently gave a speech in Japan in which he said Capcom didn't want to develop or support his Lost Planet or Dead Rising franchises. Furthermore, he said that the games were finished by basically pretending that the games were in concept stages <laughs> for far longer than they actually were. <laughs> it's he, so awesome. He said Capcom wants to focus 70 to 80% of their resources on sequels, not new ideas. I believe it. I believe it, too. That's why um, we're getting Dead Rising 2, too. <laughs> I know. That's, that's like the unprecedented meta sequel of a sequel. Yeah. I love Inafune, man. I can't wait to... I know that... Isn't the, the rumor that he's already created a new company or whatever? We don't really... I yeah, I think he did create a new company. I was kind of hoping he would end up at a Western developer, but... I heard he's just making iPhone games. Yeah? yeah. Making PlayStation minis? <laughs> Somebody's got to. Uh, new details about Ubisoft's upcoming, upcoming 2D revival of Rayman have emerged. Rayman Origins is set for release this holiday season will be a 2D platformer that should be both gruelingly difficult like the old games and accessible enough for newer, less skilled gamers. That game actually looks pretty cool. It is very beautiful looking. It's pretty, but yeah, I, I, Rayman never really caught on with me. Me neither, but 2D and challenging, that, 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 no, that's, that's, that's that piques my interest. And the pedigree of it is interesting yeah. because Ew, it's from, pedophile? Gross. It's from the, the guy that made Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yep. Or Beyond and Good King and Evil. Kong. Yep. Hey, I enjoyed <laughs> King Kong. I wrote the guide for it back in the day. I remember not hating it, but then like the more you think about it, it's like just very linear. I thought it was interesting getting to poke dinosaurs with sticks, and then when you got mad, you could throw the stick at them. <laughs> it's a bizarre game. Um, Easy achievements, though. I, remember, yeah, I, I can yeah. go for that to get ported to PS3. Looking, it, it, it's a, oh, I guess it is. No, it is not. So, Ghost Recon, Future Soldier. Coming out any day now. Just delayed again. What? I don't believe it. Uh, announced Ubisoft announced today that the game would be delayed, pushed out of its original holiday 2011 window, and into the first quarter of 2012. Its actual original release was for... Uh, 2010, I believe, mm. and then it was delayed to spring 2011. So that now game's going to be pretty good, probably. <laughs> I, our current guess is that is that they're going to pull a Splinter Cell on this one. Re- you know, reboot it all? We haven't seen it since E3 of last year. So, you know, when, when originally Splinter Cell was a game where you were like Hobo Sam Fisher yeah. hiding in crowds, they killed that. So maybe they'll do the same with Future Soldier. So, uh, last story. A new Ace Combat game. It's coming. Wow. You'll realize how... Oh, new, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to read the first line. A new Ace Combat game is on the horizon. You'll realize how bad of a pun this is shortly. Ace Combat <laughs> Assault Horizon will be released on October 11th in North America and October 14th, Colin's birthday in Europe. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Colin. Thank you. There's pre-order content available if you're interested in pre-ordering. Wow. No, thank you. Ace Combat was the first game I ever wrote a preview for. Ever. Really? That's interesting. An Ace Combat game. I remember one of my first reviews of all time was, I believe, an Ace Combat game. It was one of the flying games on PSP. Who's that flying? No, not who's that flying. <laughs> that's the end of the Rope Report? That's, that's, that's the end of the, the Rope Report. You didn't talk about the Assassin's Creed news in there. What Assassin's Creed? I guess I missed that. Uh, same uh, issue of Game Informer that had all that Rayman stuff in it. It had Assassin's Creed stuff in it. Oh, I thought we already knew that about his it. Hook, his hook claw. We knew about the game. We didn't know the details. Oh, okay. Well, it's you fine. want to, you you want to expand on it? No, there are, the Assassin's Creed Revelations is coming up. You're going to play as... Uh, this is good. It's another Ubisoft game, of course. And don't... I think there's something on the bottom I need. Is there a song name on the bottom there? This story is... Yes. Happened? Happy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, lost my train of thought. So, oh, so it's another Ubisoft game. And well, I don't. I gotta. Let's just say comas are a thing. 
coma. There's oh, like not, driver not San comas. Francisco. There's, <laughs> no, no, there's a few more comas going on here. You're going to play as Desmond. You're going to play as Altair again. You're going to play as Ezio. Everybody. That's, that's the first that they're having all three of them in one game. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. You got, yeah. a, you got a hook claw. You're, you're 50 years old. You fall in love with this girl. Probably in a boner. Mm. Uh, go figure. Yeah, right. Ezio, he's a player. Remember Boner from Growing Pains? Yeah, he's dead now. Thanks for bringing that one up. Did he die? Yeah. That's Remember he disappeared during the Olympics. Up. During the what? Olympics. Yeah, he disappeared. Well, uh, yeah, what what Olympics? Right. The Atlanta Olympics? Uh, no, no. I think Whistler. Colorado, right? When was or that? No, wait, wait, that's where Whistler is. Utah. Yeah? Utah. Oh, Salt no, Lake? No, that's, that's, some, that's somewhere else. Whistler. Where, where's Whistler? The Lake Placid Games, 1980? Okay, shut up. <laughs> 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 Whatever. He's dead. Rest in peace, Boner. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it just says Boner on his on his? No, because that'd be rude. Why? You you want to be typecast the rest of your life? <laughs> if I was He's... typecast as boner the rest of my life, I'd be like, all right, you go to like Comic Con. <laughs> I, I can roll with that. I can <laughs> roll with that. Uh, Colin. Yes. If I didn't want to be typecast and I wanted to buy video games, where would I go to know what came out? This you go week? to the official upcoming play, uh, official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors, right? Do, 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 do. I usually read it. Do, do, do. Uh, I have it written on the the whiteboard behind you. Yeah, because you forgot it. You've been so you've been in a tizzy today. We've I all have, been tizzied up. And I've been busy today. Uh, so Lego Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, depending on how you like to say it. Oh, there it is, yeah. Uh, Brink. Yeah, can't which play you cannot play. Yeah. And Virtua... Well, you play single player, but here that's even worse than multiple. Oh, okay, that's great. And Virtua Tennis 4. Uh, do you want to give call it to some fans here? Uh, the, during the first Friday, IGN's uh, tour program, which you can get down on at tinyurl.com slash IGN tour. Tour or tours? I can't oh, remember. that's what those are from? I wasn't yeah. even they, so. uh, they came into the podcast room, and Phil wrote up on the wall, don't be mean to Audrey, who's from NVC, and then... Uh, Johnson or Travis Johnson wrote Johnson Greg and Hillary you owe me a lunch and then Sam said hello so hi everybody thanks for writing on the wall uh, right we will there, make right sure that you are never allowed back in here defacing our properties yeah you got your Kirby's <laughs> <laughs> um, Anthony yes sir what came out on the PSN this week what <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it, it would have been uh, uh, I don't know I don't know the release schedule passed for PSN Pass last week. Because they, they, they never publicized Is that no. Xbox Live Arcade game coming out for PSN? The, the, the one Damon just revealed? What the hell are you talking about? I have no the, idea what you're talking about. Where you're playing as little mechs. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to Gatling Gears? Gatling Gears. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess when PSN comes back, you'll have that. How are they going to do that? I don't know. A dump gonna, of 30 games. No, no way, dude. I mean, this is going to... I know The last game I knew that was supposed to come out was Under Siege. That was supposed to come out on the third, and that's an RTS. The, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to probably put the entire release schedule on Stasis as it was right before the PlayStation Network went out and then just release the games as they were supposed they to They'll have out. to go faster than that though because they'll be so far behind. I don't know, man. It's like, it's like that's not fair to the developers. You know, I know. If you, if you, if you release Day one, Outland, Gatling Gears, whatever else. It's like, that's fucked up. I don't think that that's like the way... I don't think they can do it that way. I really don't. I think this is going to like stagger all the releases like going all the way back. But there has to be a catch-up. It has... It'll, if anything, it'll be like we're updating now Tuesdays and we're updating Thursdays. Like double, yeah, you know. right. They could barely update on Tuesdays. Well, now, the new they've rebuilt the system, Colin. It's now they be just perfect. press a button. Yeah, it's like the I just I don't know what the hell's going on there over on Tuesday. Like Xbox Live updates, no one has any problems or not. Like people are like on my PSN update stories, being like, where the where the it's like fucking twelve o'clock at night. Like where are the games? Yeah, yeah. Don't you think this is like? Don't you think they should have this like it comes out at five o'clock Pacific or something like that? I hope that that's something they fixed. All right, Colin. Yeah, Brian writes into beyond.ign.com. He says, okay. Here's my question. Okay. When the PSN finally comes back online, how are you guys going to celebrate? A special podcast beyond? Free download codes? Multiple hits of the week? I would like to hear what you think. Why, would, why would IGN give away <laughs> free download codes? Uh, I, I Actually, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> and because I have like a dozen map packs for Killzone I got the week before this exploded. I have People have sent in so many codes to Beyond that we haven't yeah. been able to use. And I'll be, I'll be able to get people outland codes and stuff for sure. Oh, nice. Can I get but, them? Yeah, of course. Um... I don't. I'm not going to celebrate. I'm going to be like this. Should have fucking happened three Whoa, and a half weeks ago. Oh, doctor! What? You got Sony bit by better, a horsefly. Sony better celebrate and send us a cake or something. If Sony thinks that the, the old welcome back here's 30 days of PlayStation <laughs> Plus is going to smooth things over, they're sadly mistaken. I hope they've uh, upped the ante. The rumor in Europe was that we're going to get. Wasn't the rumor that something like two to five free games? Funny you say that, Christian, okay. aka Pwnfest or Pwnfest 7, writes, and it says, Hey, guys, I just wanted to know what your thoughts are on SCEE giving away two free PSN games and two free PSP games to users. Do you think SCEA will announce something the same? I doubt it. <laughs> if we get the same deal, which two games would you like to see become free? Uh, I think it would be fine to get any two games. Okay. Or just have or just have like a certain amount of money. Like I said, I said the solution in the beginning, put money in everyone's wallet. 
That's easy. And then Sony can just eat it. You know, as far yeah. as like depending on what you what you buy, they can give their half of the money that the developer. Yeah, because either way, yeah, as long as the developers are getting paid. But it would be nice if they did it for certain things like Outland and Gatling Gears or something. If they're gonna screw them. No, I, I agree. I, I just wonder, like, I wonder if it's most equitable for everyone if they do the wallet idea, just because it's it, it gives it monetizes everything immediately. Instead, of, like everyone's gonna be a little skeptical of putting their credit card information about buying things on PlayStation. Sure. So they so they say, hey, everyone has twenty five bucks in their wallet now. Go spend it. This is like they're gonna they're gonna obviously have to eat half of that money by giving it to the developers. This but it's is a boon like, for everybody. It's like when they sent out the stimulus checks and told us to spend them. And, and then I just put it in my savings. Account. Exactly. That's what most people. Yeah. Do. yeah. Well, some people. Do. But you can't obviously take. You can't obviously transfer your. Your Sony wallet to your Bank of America account. I'm gonna try. Okay, uh, I'm gonna hack it to do that. Well, I'm surprised that hasn't already happened. Um, uh, Colin. Yeah. We have a returning segment that hasn't been seen in a while. Okay. It's comment corner. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Man. Mickey Man wrote into uh, oh, BeyondItIGN.com and he said, "So since IGN and GameStop have a partnership, how soon will it be till bad commercials of IGN play in the store? The red versus blue commercials." <laughs> That's it? That was it. That's the one you chose? He sent that in to beyond at IGN.com. I, I think IGN's like one of the only companies that doesn't have commercials in the store. Like, I see game trailer stuff. I see fucking... I've even seen GameSpot, I think, at really? some point. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, we'll stop that soon. We'll, we'll replace it up there with strategize ads and uh, Colin ads. I don't know. What are you selling, Colin? This and that. Oh, that? Okay. My wares. Whatever. I don't think the GameStop partnership has... It has nothing to do with content, really. Correct. It does not. Uh, if if you haven't caught up, remember months ago we announced that we were. This is before we even bought one up. We announced that uh yeah our we're there's some kind of you know IGN Entertainment's huge and our ad team is partnering with GameStop to sell ads on GameStop and IGN.com. So like if you bought if you were like Deuce X, you could buy a IGN don't be and a GameStop ad. Though don't be surprised someday if you see some IGN content on GameStop. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it's it just, opens doors. And it's stuff just, like it's that. just not. It's just that we're not. But don't they expect have no, they have no say in our editorial. Like, exactly. I've, ne- I've never talked to anyone from GameStop. Oh God, no God, we don't talk to anybody. Don't, but never expect. Yeah, the GameStop us to have an editorial up of like, well, I power play is a great idea. <laughs> well, I had something, an idea cooking about that. Did you really? No. Okay, that would have been funny. It would have been creepy too. At the same a little time. bit. Uh, Colin. Yeah. Uh, you wanted some talking time. I do. Uh, I have two things to talk about. All right, well, go ahead. Well, you know, topic of the week is kind of just up in the air. We can do whatever we want. Okay. It's a, let's get some things off our chest. Okay. Well, this, so I the, don't know what Colin's gonna say. No, you don't. You have no idea what I'm gonna say. I think he's quitting. No. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to do was thank one of our readers. So oh. I, I want to do two things. The second thing is a little more important for me, but it's very important for me to also thank our readers. Okay. And one reader in particular, Clark Petrie. He sent me to uh, this week a Mega Man action figure. Oh, I saw that. And that was very nice of him to do. Now, he said this. He wrote me a letter. A little note. Mm-hmm. And he said, Colin, I saw this at a goodwill and had to pick it up for you. Nice. Perhaps you can do a review using Mega Man in the same style as the old Zone of the Enders review. Take care, man, and keep up the great work, Clark Petrie. So I wanted to thank him for that. I want to also reiterate that, guys, stop sending us things. We love you guys, but you don't have to spend your money on us. It's yeah. true. Spend your money on games. Spend your money on your family and your spend friends. Spend your money on IGN Prime. We, 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 yeah, do that. What we want. <laughs> no commercials, no ads. <laughs> right into the articles. It's great. What we want you guys to do is download our podcast for free. We want you to use IGN for free. We want you to enjoy it and have fun. And we, and if anything, we want you to save it, money by by using our opinions because we we care about the things you buy and stuff. And if you're not, if you're going to use IGN for free and not buy IGN Prime, which I hear is just a dynamite service, even though I'm not 100 <laughs> sure with this, uh, don't bitch about IGN having ads. Then you had your chance. Yeah, and I don't know why you'd bitch about a website having ads anyway. This isn't the world isn't free. But I wanted to thank Clark for sending me that action figure. I thought that was really cool. But guys, you know, you don't have to send us things. We appreciate it. We're, take, we're here t- for you. I'll take items. Anything okay. Star Wars. Send, send Anthony whatever he, you know, whatever you want. And I love Pachise Pizza. You can just keep coming. And send. <laughs> so I wanted to do that. Thank you, Clark. That was very nice of you. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was something that was near and dear to my heart. Now, Greg has no idea what I'm going to say. No. I've, I've, I've been told, first off, you gave it to me very bluntly that I pimp my own stuff on the show. No, no. I was fine. saying I want to do ahead. something. Fine. I, fine. Go ahead. I didn't mean it bluntly. I said that like like you talk about your zombie podcast. I just wanted to talk about something that matters to me that I was hoping that I could raise some awareness about. Go ahead. Is it going to be serious? It sounds like it's going to be serious. <sighs> it is serious, but it's I mean, it's it's not like the end of the world. It's so like it's, a breast cancer walk? No. Is it the That's fact that the earth ending on May 21st? No. Okay, shut up. Don't no, bring that down. This this year or next year? This year. God damn it. 
I thought it was December 23rd. Like. No, it's May 21st, 2011. Look it up. They fixed the Mayan calendar or whatever? And then, no, this has nothing to do with Mayan calendar. This is a Christian organization. Uh, so, oh, I've seen these. The guys. rapture happens on the 21st. Oh, the rapture. So everyone's going to disappear. And October 21st is when the world actually ends for the rest of us that oh. don't get, that that get left get behind. For okay. My, but just as an aside, my mom oh. used to tell me these scary stories about, about the rapture, about how like you would just be driving in your car and then and then <laughs> someone, people would just disappear. <laughs> I think, oh, that's, that's fascinating. Anyways, what it was, uh, Colin, tell so us what's near and dear. I re- I'm a huge fan of the New York Islanders. They're a hockey team in the NHL. And you laugh, but there's some I know where this is going. I've serious, seen your, t- I've seen your tweets. I've seen your tweeters. Right so the basic gist is that the New York Islanders are Long Island. I, you know, all right. First of all, I'm from Long Island. I was born and raised on Long Island. And I'm very proud of being from Long Island. I love Long Island. I never want to live there again, but I love it. And the Islanders are our only professional sports team. And the Islanders play in Nassau Coliseum, which is a very old, 40-year-old arena that was built for them back in the early 70s. And they've been playing there ever since. And their lease is up 2015. The owner of the team loses about $20 million a year financing the team and is basically going to move the team after 2015 to another location if to, they don't get a new arena. To not lose new, to not lose a ton of money. Well, yeah. That and that there's a lot of markets like Quebec and Winnipeg and Kansas City and Seattle that want hockey teams. Kansas the, City wants a hockey team? Yeah. Uh, the Islanders actually played an expansion or an uh, exhibition game in Kansas City. How'd it go? So what you're saying is the Islanders are going to no longer be on an island. No, well, they, they wouldn't <laughs> be the Islanders anymore. The land blocked. In fact, Kansas City – so I guess the story goes that in Kansas City, there's an arena owned by Sprint, and Sprint offered the Islander organization free rent to play there. Now, oh. that's a big now that's a big deal, and I'm sure that that's one of the options for them. Yeah. But anyway, I hold the Islanders near and dear to me. And a few days ago, it was announced that there will be a referendum on Long Island to build the Islanders a new arena using a $400 million bond that yeah. would be subsidized by the taxpayers and hopefully paid back. Now, I just wanted to raise awareness of this. I know just in talking to readers – and listeners of the podcast, that there are people that live on Long Island, and specifically Nassau County, which is where the arena is. I'm from Suffolk County, so I can't do anything about it. That's the other part of Long Island, Greg. The other part of Long Island. Gotcha. So I want to just raise – and I'm not going to bring it up again until we're closer to the vote. The vote happens on August 1st. Okay. But I want to just raise awareness of anyone that lives in Nassau, and I know you guys are out there, that you got to go out and vote yes. you got to vote yes for this new arena. The Islanders must – Stay on Long Island. Do you have a prop number? Why? No, what, it's just it's just gonna be one, a, a what, one-off reference. What is gained by them staying on Long Island? Well, all right. So he, there's a few things. First of all, ice. Yeah, ice. First of all, it's. I mean, the most preliminary thing for me would be the pride factor. They're our only team, you know, on Long Island. They're the only team we have ownership of. You know, every other team that people are fans of. I'm a Yankee fan and a Jets fan. Jets play in New Jersey. The Yankees play in Bronx. You know, these guys are physically on Long Island, and they're called the Islanders. They're our team. Why do they need a new stadium? Though? Is the idea that if they get a new stadium, then maybe more people would come and they wouldn't lose so much money running a team there? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a few things. I mean, like the, a stadium that was built in 1970 is just not up to date in, in terms of seating and in terms of accommodations. The plumbing underneath the Coliseum is probably awful now, and that's really important, obviously, for ice. And things of this nature. So they just need a new arena. I mean, that's a, that's a given. Yeah. And they have, they've they been using the arena for the longest period in time, of time in the NHL without doing anything to it. It's like, if you go there, it's a piece of shit. And I've been there many times. So that's one thing. Is that like we have a pride factor. But also, the Islanders create jobs. Not, and Long Island is not doing well. You know, and it creates jobs. It will create construction jobs. Uh, construction unions have a 30 to 35% unemployment rate right now in Long Island. This will create thousands of jobs for them over a four-year period. Assuming that they win the bidding war and the construction doesn't come from outside of Long Island. I don't, they, I don't think they're going to do that because they have the unions on board already with the plan. So okay. I, I think there's already, that deal's already been made. So that, there's that. There's the jobs created by the Coliseum. There's the fact that the, the Islanders are really going to be a good team in a couple of years. And, and it's, it's exciting to follow them for the first time really since the early 1990s. It's been a long time. They're, we've been waiting a really long time for this team to be good. <laughs> well, I mean, they can be good and then in 2015 move. That's not what I want to happen. That's what, <laughs> that's what happened. The, the Hartford Whalers moved to Carolina and they, they ended up being really good. The, the Nordiques moved to Colorado and the next year won the Stanley Cup. That's bullshit, you know? So that, like, really sucks. Yeah. So and I don't want that to happen to our team. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there, let people know that that's happening, that the Islanders must stay on Long Island, that people in Nassau County must, and there are millions of people in Nassau County, they must vote. Have car yes. washes. On this reference. Save the rec center. This isn't, and the other thing I want to say is that the Islanders aren't a team, like a bullshit team that's easy to move. The Islanders won four Stanley Cups in a row. Can't move them. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Thank you for, right. you. Thank you for making the, a mockery of my It's the save the, the, the rest center one that got me. It's all. My dad's going to turn the Islander <laughs> Stadium into a boathouse. <laughs> yes, everybody. Now, what if... Here's the thing. Okay. Everybody's upset and anonymous. 
for setting up this PSN stuff. Yeah. What if we got them on board with this and they just went in and tweaked some of the numbers there at the vote day? That's in totally August. fine. Whatever's, fine ne- whatever, whatever's necessary. All now, right. here's the really devious part about the vote, by the way, is that yeah. it's on August 1st, which is a Monday in August in on Long Island in the summer. It's totally awesome. So that was a clever thing because, no, devious? because no one's going to go and vote. So it's really only going to be the people that really, really care about it or the people that really, really don't care about it. It's the only thing being Is this the, a majority win? Yeah. Okay. And it's the only thing on the ballot. Gotcha. So that's fucking awesome. Like that's that's a great idea, but I'm still really nervous about it. There's still a lot of people against it. If you read Long Island's newspaper Newsday, you know that a lot of people are against it. That if the if this doesn't go according to plan, the taxpayers will have to eat the money. Mm-hmm. In a in a town, by the way, that is all like already or in a county that's already like a billion dollars in debt. So this is a really daring thing. But the Islanders must, Anthony, they must stay on Long Island. And if they don't stay on Long Island, you will see a grown man cry. Because Kyle Moriarty will fucking sob like a baby. Can we film that for a Yes. Game? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> One way or the other, I'm, I'm going to sob like a baby. Because if they if the Arena Daily gets passed, then they, they sign at least till 2045. And then they're not going anywhere. I see. That's it. This is, a hard, this, this is an emotional powder keg episode. I was, I'm like really, it's really been on my mind for like the last couple of days. It really, I had like, like an hour long conversation with my dad about it yesterday. It's yeah. like really, it's a big deal on the island right now. And, uh. I hope it. I hope it passes, and I just wish that the entire island can get involved because I wish I had something I cared about yeah, this much. Something you're this passionate about. Uh, yesterday, I got a kid forwarded me an email saying that the Portillos in St. Charles is being investigated for salmonella. That stopped my heart. <laughs> like, oh God! First, they got my spinach. Now they got my hot dogs. I was a little sad when they closed my comic shop in Berkeley. Oh, that'll do. It. I mean, those kinds of things happen. Like, it's just it's really sad. Like, you know, things that you're attached to, you know. In other, I've watched teams come. Teams move every so often in all these sports, and I just think about. I always really tried to keep in my heart like how I would feel if this happened to one of my teams, and now it's about to happen to one of my teams. You yeah, know? yeah, and that's and I take that really seriously. And with the with the NHL refusing to expand anymore, which is totally logical, it means that any city that wants a team must basically poach it from another place. You know, yeah. and it's happening in a few places in Atlanta and Phoenix. And now it's going to happen to Long Island, and that's just really sad. You know, I don't want that to happen. The Islanders aren't a bullshit team. And I don't. We care about them, and I want everyone to make sure that they go out and vote, and make sure that they show that they care about them. That's all. Colin, yeah, this has been a sad episode. For it you. has. Uh, let's bring bring it up here and actually okay. talk about something we briefly mentioned on GameScoop. Sorry for taking so long. Too much. That, by the way. You're fine. Uh, you're going to review Infamous too. I am. That makes you excited. I am. I am excited. We needed that. to bring this up because a while back, remember, we did an episode on how why we wouldn't review Infamous too. But I wanted to point out now that, that we didn't talk about this last week because before my editorial on. Uh, Infamous getting me through my divorce wasn't up yet. That's now up on IGN. You can go to the infamous, go to infamous or infamous two, and it'll be in the articles there. Go read that, and you'll understand me. The problem was that I took it so seriously that I projected it on you when I made the decree that I couldn't. <laughs> when I made the decree that I was no longer of sound mind to review infamous, I pulled you in really without talking to you about it. You are a sound mind to review infamous. You'll do fine. Yeah, I mean, I, and I've been I've been really open. And we talked about it in the game scoop. I think you're doing a real solid here because I personally think you could review Infamous Two and, and be totally fine. But I I understand why you 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 can't or don't want to. You know, I just don't want anyone to question it. I know, I understand that. So yeah, I'm gonna take the reins. We uh, we get the game soon. Hopefully. I'm only yeah, sad yeah. that Colin's reviewing Infamous Two because it means that I'm reviewing. Hunted the Demon's Forge. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you heard me apologize to you when 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 I looked at the review list again after like I had a conversation with Greg and Damon and because I, I was supposed to review Hunted and uh, and I was like I'm sorry and I looked at their list and I'm now on it. I, ho- I, saw I it. hope it's not terrible. It's it's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. It's just you know it's is that the I Dave Clayman game. That's yeah. the Dave Clayman game. It Dave Clayman, everybody. Uh, let's get to some reader mail. Okay, Remember, reader if you want to be a part of the show beyond at ign.com. Anthony Gallegos. First question is going to be for you, so let's pick a doozy. Blah, 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 blah. Um, all right, this is, here's what we're going to do. This, right. is a, this is a three-part question. All right. He, he, Anthony Kimimi, he's got questions for one of, one of us each. Okay. For you, Anthony, he asks, the Osama Bin Laden video game would not be a compelling video game to play. It appears the levels, only real action would be the crashing of a helicopter. And then, I don't know if this is a question. <laughs> He's just talking. This is belligerence. What is he talking about? I don't about? know. Um, so we're, that was your question. You can chime in on my question, all right? <laughs> his question for me is, Greg, as a proud American, what do you think about Superman renouncing his American citizenship to the UN in Action Comics 900? I think this is a travesty because of the history and the years of Superman as an American icon. Anthony, would you like to tackle first? How are you briefed on the subject? Uh, yeah, we had a conversation about this in the office, and I agreed with you, if I remember right, yeah. that it, it's perfectly fine to me for me for Superman to announce renounce his marriage citizenship because he is a citizen of the world. Correct. He's not the protector of the United States. He's a protector of all mankind. 
And it's interesting, uh, the problem was that the old left-wing slash right-wing media, depending on where you're from, twisted this whole story out of, out of uh, twisted it, twisted Superman's words. He wasn't renouncing, you know... He the, thought that he doesn't love the United States. He actually was trying to do, he did it to stop a war, so he wouldn't have to be held responsible anymore exactly. and get the United States into trouble. He went over to Iran, there was a protest like the Egypt protest, and he sat on the side of the protesters for 24 hours and did nothing. Just stood there and stared down he the army. He wanted to watch. Exactly. And they threw Molotov cocktails at him. Some people, you know, blah, blah, And then eventually it just diffused because he was there long enough that they were like, we're not going to fuck Superman. And so it started to leave and he left. And then Iran got all pissed off and, you know, told the U.S. that this was almost an act of war and they were going to come for him. So Superman went in front of the U.N. and said, I'm, I am a citizen of the world. I'm not. I'm renouncing my American it citizenship. It makes perfect sense because, if anything, it's a selfless act by Superman. There you it's go. such a Superman thing to do. Colin, you were not happy on Twitter about this. No, it's nonsense. It's not. I mean, what mean it's nonsense where did he where did when he came he's to, never had he's when he nev- came to earth yeah where did he live uh very so, good question very so good question if, clark kent lived in kansas he, if, he clark kent has a birth certificate clark kent is a u.s citizen yeah but that's even even that's faked well yeah i mean it's all faked but he so was, that's all but wasn't he didn't he have like surrogate parents yeah and what were they they're americans they're american but hold Superman on i would, didn't have parents, I would like to point didn't. out <laughs> that if anything, all Superman is is an illegal alien. He, that's all yeah. he's ever been. He's always been an illegal alien. He was not born here. He does not. Yeah, he, yeah. If, if he lived long enough on Earth, on United States, he could apply for citizenship. But his whole shit's a fraud. I yeah. don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it just because I thought he was, you know, an, like I, I always thought that because he was given a chance in America yeah. on Earth. We didn't outcast. Not that we maybe could have done anything. Probably not. But we didn't like outcast him, tell him to leave. Like we embraced him. Right. Yes, Clark Kent got embraced. Clark Kent is still an American citizen. Clark Kent, the real, so, is, re- the, Clark Kent same, is the real person. Yeah, but it's the same person. Superman right? is it's the, the same, front. It's the same person. So he's traveling like so he still works in the United States and stuff like that. But then he, but yeah. then he, he's once he, you're he a superhero, certain it. things have to go in different places. This is a part All of a dual identity. Is he fights against evil, and there is a chance always that the United States could be evil too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't it know. happens, Colin. You gotta let it go. It was the right move. So he went to the the UN. Yeah. They didn't even sh- this is the conversation he had with one of the presidents. Uh, he was trying AIDS. to avoid World War. Yeah. The UN, man. What about the UN? What's wrong with I don't like the UN. Oh, well. All right. Well, here comes a political <laughs> fuse question okay. from our good friend, Anthony Simmons. Okay. He says, Colin, this yeah. is yours. Uh, what do you think about the Republican debate? Who came out on top? Herman Cain. Jeez. I don't even know who that is. He came out on top. Is he going to be the next president? Probably not, but I mean, I, I really like that guy a lot. Is he gonna get the the nods and all that jazz? Uh, I'm I might I'm kind of wavering on my support for Ron Paul after a few the things he said recently that I'm really not feeling at all. Um, Did he say that uh, the Islanders should move away from uh, Long Island? No, he didn't say that. Okay. But what he like he just my thing with Ron Paul was always that like I really supported his domestic policy and his live and let live attitude. I love that. That's totally fine. But his I don't agree with his foreign policy real at all. Really at all. And like he's really kind of gone off the deep end with like some of the things he's been saying about. <laughs> about the Bin Laden capture and stuff, you know, murder and stuff like that. So I'm not really feeling him right now. Okay. Yep. Andrew has a question for the room. Hey, guys. My local Goodwill had a fully functional PS1 for the whopping for a whopping $5. Naturally, I had to pick it up. Now, Why? I am someone who never owned a PS1. Why? What games would you recommend? I should hunt down. <laughs> where do you begin? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. That's like, where you start. God. Go get Metal Gear Solid. How about you just buy PS1 games on your PS3? You can't. Yeah, the PSN's exploded. <laughs> Well, right now he can't, but why buy a PS1? Because not every game's up there. It's not the, I know, but I'm just saying, keeping holding on to old garbage like that is dumb. Wow. I agree. Uh, old uh, game is old, is what Greg Miller always yeah, says. Yeah, that's, that's your thing. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of good PlayStation There games. are. There are excellent ones, but... So I don't even know where to begin. He have to. Why does he write back and tell us what genres he likes? Because that would be. A good place to start. Metal Gear Solid. He needs to get. Oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid. But I. But I. I think he should buy like Wild Arms and See, stuff. But he might not like that. WWF thing, SmackDown Two. The thing is one. though, is that he's playing it on a PS One, and I'm not saying I support emulation, but at this point, even buying these discs, if he can go out and find them, it's not going to support the people that made it. Correct. Anymore. So the, in my mind, it's like it's just a pain in the ass to play them that way. But at if least you go if you to put, Slackers in Columbia, Missouri, eventually, buy, if he got them on PSN, he could support the developers that made them. Okay, that's fair. Have it your way, Anthony. Anthony, why are you so down today? What's uh, your problem? I'm very tired. All right. You want to start something? Yeah, let's fucking start it. All right, good. Well, you want a good question? Yeah, I want a good question. Pick uh, one, two, or three. Two. All right, number two. This is uh No, I'm going to go to number three. <laughs> number number two doesn't work because it's a Ryan question. It, doesn't have, it was one of those quick ones. I uh, could be Ryan. Number three. Oh, okay, fine then. All right, this is a... Uh, I want two and three. This is quick fire. You'll get them both in. Axel writes in with quick fires. Colin. Yeah. Overkin or Crosby? Ovechkin. Ovechkin or Crosby? Ovechkin. Colin. Mm. Mega Man or Infamous? Mega Man. Mega Man or Uncharted? 
Mega Man. Mega Man or Resistance? Mega Man. Those are some bullshit answers right there. <laughs> <laughs> Clements. Beyond or Unlocked? Uh, Beyond. Yeah. Ryan. K-pop or IGN? Uh, IGN. Greg. A semi-hard, satisfying platinum or an easy soul-crushing one? Easy soul-crushing one. I want them fast. I want them furious. I don't care what it looks like. Greg. Live in the DC universe like in the DCUO or have complete and godlike control over all trophies. Live in the DC Universe, like DC Universe Online. Come on. You'll be in stasis right now because they're... All right. Well, you know what I mean. You know what it means. What I'd have superpowers. Right now? My God, it would be a nightmare on the, on living in there right Question now. Question number three comes from Carl. What's up, Beyondians? Since beginning to listen to the show a year and a half ago, I am now obsessed with trophies, and it is basically all your fault. It has been, a, it has been my goal to take over uh, Greg and Colin in Platinums for a while, going... I'm sorry. For a while and going... He's now he's gone from zero to sixteen in a year and a half. Is what he's trying to say. Wow, nice. With the PSN down, I've not been able to check your trophy, so I was wondering how many platinum trophies you guys have now. I have nineteen, I believe. Jeez, I have like maybe fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. I can never remember, but I'm still beating you, aren't I, Colin? Yep. Because you have, the PSN's you have eight million bronze trophies. I do have a. I have a lot of. I got all my Portal Two trophies and all my LA Noir trophies to sync when we go yeah, back. Yeah, I have. I have no trophies to sync up because I haven't turned my PlayStation on. Mm. Mm. Christopher writes in, Greg. My wife, a casual gamer, was talking to some of her workers who mentioned DC Universe Online. She came home and asked me if it was something she would be interested in. I told her that I would have to turn to run it by Greg Miller first. So should I tell my wife to look for Taylor Swift on the Redemption servers? Christopher. Christopher, you should stay away from DC Universe Online at the moment. That's a waste of your money right now. You can't get online, can't Man, play it. I know. Everything's hacked. Even not when they bring back the PSN, is Sony Online going to be back? That's the thing, yeah. Is, is, uh, not only did my account get compromised with PSN, but I also have an SOE account, yeah. which also got compromised. Yeah. So. What a disaster, dude. Bad news bears out there right now. Um, when she comes back, I mean, the very basic stuff of DC Universe Online. Like, I don't think there's an MMO Sony owns anymore that's worth playing. Interesting. What about, I, I, I used to live with a guy. I used older, to love EverQuest. That's what I was going to say. I used to, live, I used to live with a gentleman, an older gentleman, that, gentleman. that played EverQuest 2 like, incessantly. Yeah, EverQuest 2 is all right. Eh. It didn't look. He tried to get me into it. And I'm like, I, I can't play Honestly, this. there's just no reason to play any like that, that typical of an MMO outside of World of Warcraft right now. It's really the first MMO we talked about this, but the first MMO I'm really gonna jump into is Old Republic. Why? Because I I like Star like I like the Star Wars license, and I think uh, it is a Bioware game still yeah. with the dialogue trees and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. I played it. At events, and you can though, play it's hard it to by get yourself. It. I guess it's hard to get into events. Yeah, at events I've never been like blown away by. It. I've never. I mean, playing an MMO at event is terrible, no matter what, because uh, you're not I at your house in your underwear. Awesome. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. What? No, whatever. Fuck. Jonah writes in. Says, Dear Podcast Beyond, I know Greg is beyond crazy for Elena Fisher from Uncharted, but who is Colin and Anthony Gaius' video game love? And how far would all three of you go for the, to get that person in real life? Jeez, I don't even know. Well, her name is, uh, I mean, Alex Vance. Ah. Best, the best female protagonist of all time. From the Half-Lives? Yes. She is the because Valve is so good. Valve doesn't tell you that you should like this person or that they're charming through a cutscene like yeah. every other fucking game, or like have you kiss them so you're like, oh, okay, my character is invested in them romantically. No, Valve makes you invest in them by making you do things for them, like protect Alex while she's being attacked, stuff like that. You develop. You never even speak to her. You never speak to her. Just her dialogue, though. Ugh. It's a hard question, man. I don't even know. I'd have to really think about. I'm that. sure it's Doctor Wiley, right? Yeah, Doctor Wiley. Still I would my I life. Would, yeah. Okay. How far would you go to get Alex Vance in real life? I mean, it, I would have to participate in the world of Half Life, so that's pretty fucking far. Yeah, yeah. You, you get the weird in zombie a, hats in a world that's taken over by the aliens from another dimension. Yeah, nobody wants that. Is that really yours, Elena? Elena Fisher? Yeah, probably. I like her a lot. She's a cutie pie. Good, good, salt of the earth kind of people. She's hot. I'm feeling the new Tomb Raider uh, as well. Why? Because she's like using a bow and tying her arm off? Yeah, she looks fucking hot. Well, she's hot looking, sure. I like Madison Page a lot too from Heavy Rain. I also, man, the actress that plays Madison Page. Yeah. Holy shit. She's a good looking way. They, they, she is absurd looking and she's, like, <laughs> she's absurd looking. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah, she's like a not human. So. In a good way. In yeah. a good way. <laughs> Brad writes into beyond at IGN.com says, considering the still amazing lineup of software set for release on the PS3, many of them exclusive, do you think it's possible for Sony to quickly put the PSN debacle at the back of gamers' minds and save 2011? I don't know. Nope. I, no, I do I not think they can. This I is think that this will, 
we'll be with them for a while. It's only now that we're not talking about the Red Ring of Death for 360s anymore. Yeah, right. Took years. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, from just kind of reading things on the internet and forums and comments on stories and stuff, it seems like, you know, a lot of the diehards like us seem to be giving them a pass. Like I've said, I don't think that's going to affect them. I think this is going to affect people moving forward with the PlayStation brand. It couldn't happen at a worse time for them because the momentum was finally swinging with worldwide sales to their favor. Because yeah. I still imagine by the end of the year that they'll be out selling Xbox 360 in worldwide sales. It's just, it's just, man, this is the worst fucking time that this could have happened. I mean, it's just, I think it's going to hurt them in ways that we'll never know us being the hardcore people just because less than probably like 10% of people that own PS3s read IGN, I would bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the There's majority re- of these people just go and try and do things online. They're like, why is this broken? And they never know because they don't read PlayStation blogs. Yeah, they don't read websites. And, it doesn't and say for them, where. they just come on every day and they're like, oh, did this just get turned off? Yeah. And I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't get word. I, like yesterday, I got a text message from a friend from college who I hadn't talked to in forever. And it was just, it was, uh, why can't I use the PS3? What the fuck is PlayStation Plus? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They just have no good way of getting the word out to people. No, this is, this is a PR debacle, the likes of which I have not really seen in this industry before. You know, this is like really the stuff of legend. I, I, I really think like when we chronicle what's happened in gaming's past in ten or twenty years, like this is still something people are going to talk about. It's like, man, this, this is like a really because this doesn't look like a resolution's anytime near. Even if we, even if the PlayStation blog was right this time, which they never are about anything they've said in the last yeah. three weeks, and it's not the blog. It's it's, it's Seabold and it's yeah. uh, Jack Trenton and it's, no, no, I know, uh, but, yeah, Stringer. So, so those guys. And it's and I and I still feel for him on all that shit. I understand the how. I mean, as somebody I who has to put deadlines and stuff. You never know. I really don't feel for them anymore. I got to be honest with you. I, there was a, a point where like, I'm saying I feel for the the faces of these companies who are putting out statements saying to, to it'll be up in, by the end of the week. It'll we don't know. Like I understand trying to give people hope and at the same time not putting not knowing that SOE is about to get hacked as well or that SOE is fucked too. I just I mean I'm not gonna pretend like I know the technical aspects of what needs to go in to really rebuild the PlayStation Network and make. I it think better there's or screws and stuff. I don't know. But there's I really don't believe for a second that they couldn't have done something quicker and better than they've done. I just don't believe it, and that's just impossible for me to believe. It's been over three weeks. This is why Nintendo doesn't have an online <laughs> service. Yeah, I mean, I guess they, they don't have to worry about it. I mean, they've killed the revenue stream of a bunch of developers. They've killed their own system in its probably its proudest year after a really long struggle to get it accepted. After yep. so many debacle after debacle, and then it's just like they can't win, man. It's like they they just can't they can't catch a break. But I don't feel bad for anyone over there because it's like, you know, like you guys, you know, even if the technical aspects are out of their hands, which it is, they, those those things they can't deal with. They still didn't deal with it well on a PR standpoint, even remotely. And yeah. for that, I don't, uh, I don't feel bad for them. I feel bad for us because we can't play our friggin' systems. Yeah. And like, well, Anthony, you can. Yeah, Just but not we do can't, what you want with it. But you can't do anything that you. Yeah, you you could put a, a disc in, but that's not really like what, what the trend in which I gaming consoles are going that. today. And like, I said it, and I'll say it again. The thing I miss the most is the store. In these three weeks, Sony's probably lost fifty dollars from me. How many more people have they have they lost that money from? You know, what I mean, it's it's. Now, have they lost it from you, or are you just spending, sell, giving the money? Like, when it comes back, are you still going to spend that 50 Well, bucks? when it comes, he's probably not going to spend eight, $80 oh, that he might have spent sure. over that same amount yeah, of time. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's right. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wait-and-see approach. I want to see what they're going to do to make it up to consumers. They need to do more. They already said the Welcome Back program. The thing that's went, not the good thing went off, and it, within a week of it being off, they said, we're going to give you a free month. To play I know, but that's month. not good enough, and that, that's not even <laughs> remotely good enough at this point. You know? That's not good enough. This is depressing beyond this week. We're all just... This is like back to beyond circa whenever we started this damn show. 2007? Yeah, 2007. First like 30 episodes no one like PlayStation. We're all Let's sad. talk about one thing that I do love. All right. The NGP. Oh, okay. I just want everyone to know. That. I can't, that, wait. That I can't be, wait to get a system that, that only might, relies on the PSN. That might be a system, the, the second system ever that I buy on launch day. I'm definitely going to buy it on launch day, but yeah, like we were talking about, because uh, E3, I imagine NGP is going to really take center stage. You'd yeah. hope, yeah. We've and the so PlayStation quiet. Network is intimately tied to the NGP, obviously, and they're going to have to get their shit together. Like, I, 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 I think I said it to you, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, Greg, like, I feel like they need to rebrand the PlayStation Network. I do only want an NGP, though, if I can get it for under $300. I think it'll be 250 If I can do that, I, I'll have a day one. The only other system I've ever bought on launch day is a Wii. Uh, Boy, I would have. I, I could fuck up. I would have. Yeah, Jesus. I would have. I, I, yeah. I bought many things on launch day, but it's 
I usually play the wait and see game with a lot of them. Yeah, but the first thing, I, the first game I, or console I ever bought on launch day was the PS2, and it was the first system I ever bought with my own money. Like, I bought I it. Yes, it was my first system myself. I ever bought. It, I had my own. But I bought it a month after because they were so hard to find. Yeah, I know. I, w- I waited in line overnight. Yeah. And KB Toys was charging me three hundred and twenty nine dollars for it, Jesus. and that was whatever that year money was. Not to mention I had to buy like a fifty dollar memory card. Forty dollars yeah, right. second controller and a game. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Was an expensive yeah, launch. Yeah, PS with the PS2 like at EB or whatever. We had to spend five hundred bucks because you had to buy to get it on launch day. You had to buy the system, the warranty, yeah, pack, right? the controller, yeah, the memory yeah. card, and a game. And, that, yes. and that's the only way you could buy a PlayStation. And that was five hundred those dollars. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I have breaking news mm. from my internet. Michael Burns has written in to say PSA infamous nine ninety nine at Best Buy today. So if you are listening to this on <laughs> Thursday, and you don't need to be on PSN to play that, nope. you don't. And Thursday the 12th, game. run to Best Buy and buy That's a fucking fantastic deal. That's a great deal. I might just go buy five for the hell of it. What do I care? Why not? Make some cool cars out of them. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are we doing here on time? We're doing all right. Um, Anthony. Yeah. Pat Cotterett says, I have a fun non-PlayStation-related question for you guys. If Hollywood were to do a film chronicling the rise of the IGN PlayStation team and Podcast Beyond, who would you want to play each of you, and who would you want to direct the film? Oh, wow. So I say we do it for other people. I'll do Colin. I'm going to pick for Colin. I'm going to pick for you. Yeah, and then Colin, and then you Colin pick for Colin pick for Greg. No, no, I mean, no you can pick for Ryan Clements. No, no, because we're picking who's playing the other person. Okay. So you're picking who plays Greg Miller. I'll, I'm picking who plays Colin. Colin's picking who plays Anthony Gallegos. I did not think this one through. Ahead no, time. I didn't either. This is a All tough right, one. So i got to really think about yeah. it. Well, who do we want to direct? it? That, that can be something we debate while in the background of our minds. Um, we sit there. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> or Gus Van Sant. Mick G. Mick G. That is a good one. Brian Singer. I think it should be a quirky movie done by that one guy that makes movies for hipsters. What's his name? Jeez, I don't know. You know, he the does one, everything. The, the where the wild things are. Fucking. Oh, Spike Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spike Jones would be good. Uh, wait, let's Spike he was Jones. behind the Jackass, and he was behind uh, the Buddy Holly music video for Weezer. There you go. Who would play Colin Moriarty? <laughs> I would say, uh, I, and we, I'm assuming we can pick people who are older, and they'll dress him up in the thing. Uh, uh, Boner. You, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would say Ed Norton. Ed Norton? Give me an Ed Norton for cool, Colin Moriarty. Cool. I really like Ed Norton a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's great. Uh, I can't think of the dude's name, but the the first guy that came to my mind is guy from Inception. For Anthony? Yeah, for Anthony. Okay. The um, I don't know why I thought of this, but the guy from that that was supposed to play Riddler. He's in like the new Batman. Third Rock from the Sun. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan, no, Gordon Levitt. Gordon Levitt Hewitt. Oh so, man, sure. yeah, I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was. Thinking. Uh, who's playing me, Anthony? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about that. Okay. And so the first person that came to my head for some reason was Matt Damon, which makes no whatever. Sense. <laughs> Jonah Hill. That's who I'd put in. For Greg who's, who's Jonah Hill? Super bad fat kid. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's funny. He's loud. Yeah, but it, he's just not, no. <laughs> Ed <Okay>. Norton. <laughs> a younger Ed, Ed Norton. Ed no, Norton not, Jonah Hill. Not, <laughs> what, a bu- what a buddy movie we got here. Or if it could be a younger one, maybe the guy from, uh, uh, what's his face, from Capote. Capote. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, the uh, guy from uh, Patch Adams. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Philip Seymour, a young Philip Seymour Hoffman. That'd be good. That'd be really you. good, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Clements, we should all take a crack at. Who would play Ryan Clements? Um, Boner, man. I think. Pretty, Boner. Yeah. Uh, that Mike Seaver. Dax Shepard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think who's popular on the Disney Channel right now. For some reason, I see Beaver. Clements being. Yeah, but I could see Clem- Selena Gomez. <laughs> they just re- they just redo its character for the movie. <sighs> God, we're terrible. This people. is a good one. You got anything for Clements? Who do you want? Who do you want? I'm there? trying. To, I don't know. I have no. Uh, idea. Ladies and gentlemen, for next week's show, go to beyond. Or, you know, email beyond.ign.com with your picks of who would play all of us in the podcast beyond movie, or don't. Please you know. send side by side pictures. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do get, that. That would be down, awesome. Get down with it. Um, do, 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 Ed Norton do, 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 and Jonah Hill. Be <laughs> 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 the most expensive, worthless movie of all time. <laughs> all right, I think I'm going to pick a final question here. Sorry to the PlayStation pimp Hunter Ellis. Leo, no, your question is not getting read. Instead, Josh's question is getting read. It's a two-parter, one for me and Colin, one for you filling in for Ryan. Okay. Uh, Colin Gregg, I'm glad to hear Colin is going to be writing the new Infamous review, but... Is there a way for a podcast beyond fanboy and all? 
What? But is there a way, being a podcast beyond fanboy and all, that Colin and Greg could, quote, cross their streams and give Infamous 2 a dual review? To be honest, you both have insight and high respect. Needed to give Infamous 2 a proper review. Yeah, yeah. No, Colin's doing the review myself. IGN doesn't do dual reviews. Exactly. I mean, I'll, I will talk at great length on Podcast Beyond about it. I'm sure we'll have an Infamous 2 episode. I mean, episode. yeah, it won't have a score, but Greg yeah. will still tell you whether he loved it or hated it. And there'll be a second opinions piece where you get... You know, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do all that stuff. I mean, Greg and I are pretty open about talking about reviews that e- each of us have done. Yeah. Uh, for instance, like uh, Dead Na- I think Dead Nation's a really good example. Greg liked it. I loved it. Yeah. And we've talked a great deal about that. And you've admitted how wrong you are. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but we're still going to... Regardless, we'll still cross streams. Uh, Adam also wrote in with an Infamous 2 question asking if we knew about save files from Infamous 1 carrying over to Infamous 2. We talked about that forever ago at E3 last year. Yep. Nate hinted at it. Nate Fox, game director. But uh, we have since heard nothing about it. I so. doubt it. I doubt it. I think they will. No. I thought that, I thought that they did say that. They, yeah, but since we haven't, it, yeah, I think but, they would have been pushing that as a big feature. Yeah. If, if that it was something. sucks, man, if they don't do that. I thought I really kind of thought that. I, that might, I mean, I don't know do. what you'd get out of it. That's what I just don't understand what you'd get out of it. I don't know. I, I, I guess you you could start as either evil or good, but I mean, then it kind of... Well, I just think that references to the old game would have been cool. Like, well, I guarantee there's going to be references to the old game. No, I know, but depending on the choices you make, like like you're having a conversation with your friends or whatever, Cole's having a conversation with Zeke, and he's, uh, and he's okay. like, he's like, it was really terrible about what happened to your girlfriend back in Empire yeah, City. Cool. Like, if you, oh, I'm sure that whatever. they thought all those things but, were cool really early on, too, and then they realized, so wait, wait, wait. We're going to have to develop two versions of this? We're going to have to do two voiceovers? How much is that going to cost? Fuck it. See, I think you still have that, though. I think by the time you... First off, the, what you just said happens no matter what. I know, but you could say, like... It could be a lead-in, like, you know, remember when you tried to save Trish and... Yeah. Because if, if you make the other choice, that does still happen, but you don't try to do anything. You try to save the doctors. Yeah. So they can... Ju- like, that's just an example okay. of something that they could just... In pa- like, could they kind of do that in Mass Effect? You know, with, like, just passing conversation, like... Dude, you meet in the first game that you just kind of happen to meet in the second game. I just think that would be kind of cool. You know, well, like so if you got all the dead drops, then maybe, yeah, then maybe uh, like the FBI agent comes or what's his name? Uh, it's not Jacob, right? Uh, John. John. He's de- he, well, he got sucked into the race here. I know, but I'm saying that's maybe, why I still say he's the beast. No, I know that. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying maybe if you found them all, mm. then like then a guy finds John's records, or whatever, and tracks yeah. you down. But only if you found. I see. You, you know, I just, I just think those kinds of things would be cool. That would be cool. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you that. Know. I'll give you that. Anthony. Here comes the question. This is for Ryan, though. So I'm going to give it to you, and then I'm going to. I've been answering in the version of Clements. Like all those questions I answered earlier, Clements, I think that's how he would answer. No, that's not true. There wasn't enough uh, him and hawing. Uh, (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Ryan, you're not boring. Last episode, you said, quote, I feel like like it's boring to everybody, quote, when asked about your abs. It's a conversational podcast, goddammit. Come on, Ryan. Come on. I'm a total heterosexual male, but for some reason, conversations about your abs and Colin fondling your pecs fascinates me. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. That's my Ryan commencement. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make a big deal out of it, but, but you know, I, I think that's really good. Thanks, man. I, I, that's nice. <sighs> It was good. That was a good Ryan's impression. I liked it. Yeah, it was. Uh, remember to be part of the show, beyond.ign.com. We're here every Thursday on IGN.com. Except for next week. We on the here. IGN tunes. Yeah, next week there will not be a podcast beyond, probably. Most likely. I'm gone in LA seeing games. Colin has gone to... I'm going to Virginia. My brother-in-law is getting his PhD. Virginia for a PhD. Anthony Gaius will be here. Maybe he can, Clement, he can convince Clements to do it. Yeah, if we do, though, we'll just do a two-man. Okay, good. <laughs> we won't get a bunch of... A new school fireside chats? Yeah, you guys yeah. can do fireside chats without me. Yeah, be mean, it'll just be all about K-pop and his abs. Uh, we are closing and maybe a new game. The show. Ooh, a new game to talk about, you say? I like that. Um, closing out the show. Mm. Follow IGN on Twitter at IGN. Follow Greg Miller on Twitter at Game Over Greggy. Follow, follow call on Moriarty mm. at No Taxation. Follow Anthony Gaius on Twitter at Chuff Money. Uh, make sure you follow every one of us on the uh, my IGN, our social networking service. It's cool and stuff. Why are you shaking your head? No, no, no. I'm not shaking, man. Oh, okay. You, okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, keep reading IGN. Keep listening to Podcast Beyond. Uh, our, Ryan's usually the one who plays us out here. Plays some music for us. Uh, he handed me an email he wanted me to read. Um, hold on, everybody. All right, here we go. This is from Ryan Clements. Reader contacted him. We're going to read this long, long thing here, okay? Really? Hi. You hate long messages. Yeah, but this is a good one. Okay. Hi, my name is, and I'm going to say it wrong, Tiara. Tiara. You, how do I say that one there? Is it T-I-A-R-A? Yeah. Tiara. Tiara? Yeah, Tiara The thing you put on your head. All right. Sorry, everybody. Hi, my name is Tiara Dees, the girl who contacted you on... F- oh, that's the wrong sentence to start with. 
Uh, hi, my name is Tierra Dees, and I have been a longtime listener. I'm currently senior double majoring in music and visual journalism at the University of Alabama, Roll Tide. Uh, I also intern with GamingAngels.com, a site for vid- women gamers. Last year, my boyfriend, Steven Swain, contacted you guys about our two-year anniversary, in which you guys played a song I wrote called Circuit Hell. This was one of my best anniversary gifts I could have asked for, and I wanted to compose music for video games for so many years. I was literally in tears when I heard Steven's message on your podcast, and I was ecstatic to hear it again on your podcast. Oh, man. Steven, we hooked Steven up. Again, thank you, Beyond. For our third year anniversary on May 10th, I would like to return the favor. During this year, so much has happened to me and him. Steven led me through one of the toughest times of my life after my adoptive mother, my grandmother, after my adopted mother, my grandmother, passed away from, a, from lung disease. He gave me advice and held my hand as I cried for many, many months. He was indefinitely patient with me, and through his support, I was able to find strength and courage to move forward with my goals. The word thank you and I love you cannot really express the gratitude I have for you, Stephen. You literally changed my life. You taught me how to be strong, professional, and independent. You have gone above and beyond beyond your call of duty for this, and I will always be grateful. I wish I had time to write you a song, Stephen. However, just remember this. I will always love you. Always. And there's a little quote down here. I, man, I'm a terrible person. Why is that? I heard that message, and she's like, you know, Steven did this really nice thing that made her cry, and I thought, man, Steven got fucking laid for that. And then it goes a little bit further, and, and it's all this and, horrible, well, heavy stuff. And then she was like, and I want to repay the favor, and I was just like, blowjob. Yeah, but no, it wasn't. It was just a shout-out on her podcast that you ruined a three years down the drain because Anthony guy was no, not big three years. Mouth. Fucking congratulations, man. Most people can't even manage that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's a struggle for me and Colin to keep the spark in our relationship. I but know, we do geez. it every every Thursday, rain or shine here. I know we're dealing we're dealing yeah. with And I and I and I think that you know you said that I love you and thank you aren't enough, but they are. I bet you if you ask him, it's totally enough. Maybe a little something else. That's, okay. Come on. <laughs> Um, like like she said in there, she didn't uh, include a song, and I didn't have time to go through all the songs. So I'm That's playing a- another Damon Hatfield song, okay. another joint off Color Beam. Remember, you can buy great. Color Beam off iTunes. Great, isn't sarcastic or great? Like the album's great. It's pretty cool. Album's great. Yeah. Uh, it, this is called "This Story Is Happy End." It's off the Color Beam album from Damon. Beyond. Beyond.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.